The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. It is uh, 235 on the 630 Chad Afternoon News. We've been talking about what happened in Pittsburgh over the weekend. 11 people were killed after a gunman opened fire inside the Tree of Life Congregation Synagogue on Saturday. The suspected gunman has now been charged with 29 federal counts, including violence and firearms offenses, as well as a violation of civil rights. Uh, authorities say the suspect, this Robert Bowers, made statements about genocide and killing Killing Jewish people. Now prosecutors plan to seek the death penalty. Now, as you've heard, the Anti-Defamation League in the U.S. says there was a 57% increase in the number of anti-Semitic incidents in the U.S. last year. Let me repeat that number for you. 57% increase, but it's not just happening in the States. We're seeing it here at home, too. Joining us this afternoon, Stephen Schaefer, the president of the Jewish Federation of Edmonton. Thanks for joining us uh, this afternoon, Stephen. I wish it was under different circumstances. I guess maybe we can start with asking, uh, how does this tragedy impact the uh, local Jewish community? Well, uh, thank you, firstly, for having me on. Uh, I, too, wish it was under different circumstances. Uh, this will, will undoubtedly affect us. Uh, we aren't immune to anti-Semitic uh, acts against our community here in Edmonton. Uh, rarely, though, is it um, as, as tragic as, as this. Uh, we we're aware that you know there there are offensive acts against our community all the time, uh, but. We are also aware and unfortunately have seen that anti-Semitic acts can be lethal. And that's what's uh, occurred in Pittsburgh. Uh, It will undoubtedly uh, shake our community. Uh, We are vigilant. We know that security uh, is always at the forefront of of everything we do. It's an unfortunate fact of life. Um, But at the same time, we... um, We'll, we'll be thinking a little harder uh, this time around. I have to ask, because we often think that these things happen elsewhere, but not here. Do you believe hate crimes, certainly not of this magnitude, but incidents targeting the Jewish community are on the rise here in Edmonton as well? Uh, I do. According to Statistics Canada, uh, the Jewish community remains the most targeted religious minority in the country. Uh, therefore, we take security very seriously. Just this summer, we had swastikas uh, uh, spray painted uh, throughout West Edmonton, specifically on the uh, Jewish Day School. Um, if, if you recall, just a couple of years ago, um, Constable Daniel Woodall mm-hmm. of the Edmonton Police Service was uh, was serving a warrant for an anti-Semitic crime when he was uh, murdered, uh, and and it just it, that hits close to home every every time. Stephen, it obviously comes as no surprise to you. As a follow-up to my question, does it come as a surprise to you that the rest of us, and I include myself in this, aren't aware of the problem? Maybe it comes as a surprise because uh, this is life for most Jews. Uh, we, we live in, in an amazing country. Uh, we live in a country that has uh, that we in which we have the support of you know, the mainstream, uh, mainstream in politics, mainstream in, in society, 
We have excellent relations with law enforcement. We're very grateful for that. Um, but at the same time, this is something that, that occurs all too often. Uh, and again, the majority of, of crimes uh, that are committed against a, a known group are, are done so against the Jewish community. I was just looking at some numbers, Stephen, and it said last year in Alberta there were 206 anti-Semitic incidents reported. What would you like to see happen in response to these incidents and to what happened over the weekend in the States? Well, I, I, I strongly believe that uh, law enforcement and, and the judicial system will take care of of uh, people who commit these crimes. I, I do believe that things need to be taken seriously. Uh, the community, uh, the Jewish community and the general community need to remain vigilant and if they see anything suspicious, they should be reporting it. Uh, again, we um, we have an amazing relationship with the, with the City of Edmonton Police Service uh, they uh, were proactive and unambiguous in reaching out to us uh, over the weekend, hmm. and uh, and I, I I'm forever grateful for that and, and for our relationship. Uh, at the same time, uh, the Jewish Federation of Edmonton, together with uh, organized Jewish communities around the country, are now advocating for a national policy on online hate, uh, where a lot of uh, a lot of the uh, anti-Semitic uh, rhetoric is is percolating before it it's turned into, unfortunately, violent action. You know, Stephen, you mentioned uh, remaining vigilant, but beyond that, um, what action do you think needs to be taken, or any, if any, action at all, to make houses of worship more secure? I, I can advise you that each. Uh, each uh, Jewish institution has security protocols that they follow. Uh, I can't go into the details of those. Mm-hmm. Um, we we review them as a community from time to time, and we make sure that we're following them. Uh, it, it's rather unfortunate that you go into uh, any synagogue in, in this city, and there will most likely be a security guard present. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on on high holidays, uh, it, it isn't unusual to have a police presence uh, at synagogues during those holidays. Wow. Hmm. What what else specifically can be done? Uh, unfortunately, I, I don't know because I uh, I don't know what may be lying in the weeds or who may be lying in the weeds and what they may be planning on doing. Stephen Schaefer is the president of the Jewish Federation of Edmonton, joining us on the phone this afternoon. I was on the website uh, this morning, Stephen, and was reading that the the Federation has joined the National Community Security Program Initiative. What is that, and and what do you hope it will do? The the community has been a part of the National Security Program Initiative for some time, and it uh, provides the community with resources and assistance uh, in making sure that all of the Jewish institutions uh, in the community uh, remain secure and safe and, and have uh, proper protocols and procedures to deal with any security incident. Okay. 
You know, we just heard some clips um, um, just before we came to you on the other side of the newscast. We were talking with Dr. Deborah Lipstadt, who is a professor of modern Jewish history and Holocaust studies, TAM Institute, Jewish studies in the Department of Religion at Emory College. Um, and one of the last questions um, we'd asked her, well, we talked to her about, um, you know, does she remain hopeful that things could change, that things might be changing? And one of the things that she had said is that it is those small steps that are taken, even sitting around, you know, uh, a dining room table or out with friends. When someone says something, um, that you stand up to it, that you take a stand and say, no, you know, that language isn't appropriate, that's a racist term. Would you agree with that? I, I would agree. I, I, I would definitely agree with that. Um, unfortunately, the type of anti-Semitism that we're seeing around around the world is... Uh, gaming and violence. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, um, I think, you know, taking small steps to to curb what you see, uh, small things, uh, is, is a good start. Um, I, I don't think it's necessarily the be-all and end-all. No. Personal anecdote, uh, I was on an airplane earlier this year, um, and two people in front of us, uh, one of those small Dash, uh, Dash 8 airplanes, people in front of us started talking about how it was worse than Auschwitz on there in terms of the way they crammed everybody on. And, uh, and you know, I tried to engage that person as to why that was uh, inappropriate, and I was met with uh, being sworn at and, and yelled at by that person. So while, while you try to educate, uh, educate people, you also, again, as, as I think I've said numerous times, uh, you need to uh, you need to remain vigilant because uh, the, the reaction you may get may may not be uh, a friendly one. <laughs> um, but you know, I, I still I, I strongly believe that this is a, a small segment of of the population, a small segment of of society. The outpouring of support that we've received over the last uh, number of days from uh, people in the general community has been greatly appreciated. Um, as an example, the city of Edmonton tonight uh, will be lighting the high-level bridge, blue and white, uh, in uh, memory of the of the victims of Pittsburgh. You know, we've received a couple of texts saying, "Wow, I knew nothing of this," and you know, it's one of those things where I'm I'm sort of. I feel a little guilty that I myself didn't know more about this. You know, typically when there's some kind of act against any group or identifiable group, a minority or whatever, uh, you know, right away somebody will say, well, I've, I've got black friends or I've got, you know, I don't know if I have Jewish friends. It's never come up in conversation. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think maybe they're in, and I work in, I'm a stand-up comedian, which everybody thinks, you know, every agent is uh, Jewish. And, you know, I, I, I've... I don't know who's Jewish and who's not Jewish. Is that, I mean, part of the problem? Well, I, I don't, I don't think so. I think if, uh, if people who think that there's a a, a group that that uh, looks like they're Jewish, uh, I think that that in and of itself is is uh, perhaps anti-Semitic. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, you know, we we have no one specific look. Um, we have no one specific way to tell who we are. Um, I, we we're a religion, uh, a culture, people who've been around for uh, for over five thousand years, and um, and we're, we're fairly small in number around the world. There's uh, there are fewer Jews today in the world than there were uh, in 1939, prior to the 
the Holocaust. Uh, there's you know, 330,000 uh, Jews across the country here, and 5,000 in the city of Edmonton. Oh. So we're we're very uh, very small uh, group, but um, you know we we take an active part in in society, and we uh, we are proud to be Canadian. And we want to be treated the same way as everybody else and enjoy the freedoms that, that everybody else is entitled to. Do you know, Stephen, I have to ask, and I'm putting you on the spot a little bit here, and you're you know, certainly welcome not to want to answer, but when something like this happens, um, it's easy to try and find blame, whether it be you know, a gun control in the United States or it could be a current political... Uh, environment and uh, you know current politicians, uh, p- politicians, but I'm guessing you would argue that really this has always been a problem and one that's been growing, and it isn't as a result of any current events. I, I yeah, I don't want to specifically comment on on the current political climate uh, in Canada or the United States, but I I would say that anti-Semitism is the world's oldest hatred. And it's one that um, has been around since since Jews have been around, mm-hmm. and uh, and it it unfortunately is not going away. It, I believe it's something that should be a deep deep concern to all law-abiding citizens, uh, because though the Jewish people are the targets and bear the largest burden of of the world's oldest hatred, all peace-loving people of good uh, of goodwill are the victims as a result. Well, you know, ignorance is the problem and education is the key. I, you wouldn't believe how many texts we're getting right now from individuals who are saying things like, I'm completely confounded by this. I'm embarrassed to say I didn't know this was a thing. Another text saying, crazy, this is even an issue. I knew a person for years before I knew their religion. And another saying, I'm so sad and frustrated listening to Mr. Schaefer. I am so ignorant to this issue. Well, uh, I, uh, I I welcome all of all of those people to to learn and and, and educate themselves uh, about not only about uh, about Jewish people and Jews, but of of other people who are also uh, victims of, of this, regardless of of their uh, of their specific religion or or race or or gender. Well said, Stephen. Stephen Schaefer joining us this afternoon, the president of the Jewish Federation of Edmonton. Thank you for joining us, uh, taking the time this afternoon to talk with us, Stephen. Thank you. This text just came in at 2.52. As a Jew, I'm amazed that people had, quote, no idea of this problem. The Holocaust was anti-Semitism at its worst. Thank goodness it was recorded for posterity. Yeah, it's not, I don't think, and I speak for both myself, and I'll, I'll try and speak on behalf of the others who texted, it's not, an, it's not the idea that we've never understood that there was discrimination against the Jews, and certainly we're... Hate, not hate. Yeah, hate towards the Jews, <laughs> and certainly, you know, we're familiar with what happened, uh, you know, under Nazi rule. It's not that we're saying we, we didn't know that happened. I, I think most average people, and I consider myself to be one of them, we we just don't 
we just don't recognize, or we didn't realize it was still a growing problem. That's why that 57% yeah. increase in hate crime towards yeah. Jews is, is sort of a, what? What are you talking yeah. about? Well, and then I think for a lot of us, when we hear stories in the news... And I'm not doubting that number, yeah. by the way. When we hear stories in the news that, uh, oh, uh, a swastika was uh, mm-hmm. spray-painted on uh, one of the synagogues, for most of us, it's like, well... Okay. Um, does it have a direct impact on right. us? No, we just kind of keep going on. But what if that was your uh, house of worship? What sure. if that, you know, how would how would that make you feel? But I think, but that is that is a that is a, a target attack. Of course, it's not gunning down eleven people during mm-hmm. uh, a service, but it is still. Um, it is. It is a. It is a, yeah. an act of anti-Semitism. You're, you're right, and you know the swastika particularly, right? Yeah. So where I've seen uh, a swastika painted, uh, you know, mm-hmm. spray painted on a wall, I always assume because I don't really have a dog in the race here, other than being a human, that whoever did that doesn't understand the implications of what that symbol means and maybe they just haven't lived they, they're, they're not jewish or they're just not old enough to remember i mean i've told you the story before but i found a trunk in uh-huh. the cedar closet of my yeah. house in charlottetown and among the things that were in there it was my dad's war memorabilia was a flag with the swastika on it, the kind that you see in the yeah. movies you know yeah, with yeah. the big red and the white yeah. circle and so and i took it outside and my mother the war bride mm-hmm. she's never i've never seen her since or did i ever see her after that as upset as she was in that yeah. moment she screamed like a child had died i mean she screamed and she came out and she grabbed that flag and she said that flag will never should never see the light of day and she threw it in the barbecue and poured lighter fluid on it and burned it and we were just taken aback but again we didn't know but i suspect that those people who spray paint images like that on a synagogue you're right it's targeted you're right that absolutely the 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.